0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, uh, we're all interested in the NFL and the playoffs this weekend, and the Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game, and Dan Israel works on the broadcast as the executive producer, and he is also the game day host, and he's been kind enough to come on and talk a little bit about the matchup. Dan, thank you for being on. How are you?
1: i'm good guys how are you this morning
0: very good i've talked to dan by email for a couple years ever since the chiefs uh we started carrying chiefs games on buzz 2 but i've never had him on the show before so shame on me dan thrilled to have you though (laughs) but
1: hell you maybe you knew something you should
0: well you know it's been going so well i didn't want to screw it up we're kind of jinxy so (laughs) right exactly let's hope that doesn't happen this week so give us the update uh i'm sure you talked to him today so how's patrick's ankle
1: you know, I, I really feel like Mahomes was uh, walking around in the locker room after the game last Saturday. He was carrying his daughter. He didn't have tape on it. He he was wearing his street shoes. I I didn't even really see him limping while he was carrying his daughter. So I, I really feel like this is a, a less severe injury than than the previous time that he had. He said so. The trainers have said so. So I think all of those things are good news. You know, the the, the downside to it, of course, is it's a high ankle sprain. And if you don't know what a high ankle sprain is, it's where the two bones of your your calf and your lower leg come together at the ankle. There's soft tissue that wraps those around those to keep them together. And when you sprain that, a high ankle sprain causes issues with that soft tissue. So there's an instability. Those two bones can move kind of independently. You don't want that. And so there's pain involved in it. It's a very long thing to recover from. It's not like a bone break. It, it just has to heal. High ankle sprains are never good. But I really feel like, you know, as how high ankle sprain goes, I, I think he's going to be okay. Everyone keeps saying, you know, well, he, was, he finished the game on adrenaline. Well, let me tell you, there's going to be some adrenaline out there Sunday too. So I think he's going to do just fine. Will he be 100%? No, but I'd probably put him at 90% now.
0: Well, that makes him better than 99% of everybody else, then. So I think he'll be right before. <laughs> right. So, Dan, yeah, le- true. give me kind of a feel for for Patrick. You know, we we watch him, and he seems like a very affable guy. He's obviously a spectacular player, arguably the best player in the league. There's been a lot of, you know, talk about Burrow and his performance over the weekend, and now people are trying to make the argument that maybe he is beginning to supplant all others as the premier quarterback in the league. Is that the kind of thing that gets Patrick Mahomes additionally motivated, or does that's not something he pays any attention to.
1: You know, I think outwardly he would tell you that, no, he doesn't pay attention to it. But I can also tell you inwardly, I think he is such a competitive individual that, yes, of course, it. I don't think it necessarily, I don't think it's that he feels he deserves to be the best quarterback in that, on that list. I think it's just anytime somebody says, this guy's better than him, I think he takes that personally. And so, uh, you know, I think for him, it will be fuel. I think for guys in the locker room, a lot of this is going to be fuel. You know, bring it on Chiefs. It's interesting how we cover this sport. You know, we use the eye test quite a bit, and it's always the last game that's played that seems to have the most prominence. And so, if you look back to last weekend, it certainly was convincing how the Bengals beat the Bills. They've beaten us three times to nothing. Uh, all, I get it. All of that you know, stacks up to say the Bengals might be a better team than the Kansas City Chiefs. Well we'll see. I mean that's what Sunday's all about. But the one thing I can tell you is Patrick Holmes has been an MVP, a league MVP. He's been a Super Bowl MVP. He's won one Super Bowl, played in two, been to, is now going to host his fifth straight home AFC championship. Not that Burl's not a good quarterback. Not that he's not maybe the best quarterback Right now, playing at a height that nobody else is playing, I definitely don't see how you can say that he has achieved more than Patrick Mahomes. I just don't think that's accurate, and I don't think, I don't think it's factual. You know, I mean, I think the stats show, even this season alone, Mahomes out threw Joe Burrow by almost a 1,000 yards or something like that, 800-and-something yards, mm-hmm. had more touchdowns, had more yards passing, uh rushed more. I mean, he literally beat him in every practically every stat there is, even long plays. We we had more long plays this year than we've had the previous 4 years. So there's I, I guess the fodder is out there and you can't control that, but there's not a lot of evidence to support the fact that Joe Burrow has usurped Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback in the league. Definitely up there. I think he Josh Allen, you can even throw Justin Herbert in there if you want. Uh all those guys are tremendous talents, but none of them have achieved what Patrick Mahomes has achieved, even at this young age. I and mean, Mahomes is only 28. They keep talking about right. Burroughs, 20, only 26 <laughs> years old. Well, that's what Mahomes did when he was 26.
0: Is, I don't even know. What the, what's the record for the most hosted championship games in a row?
1: It was three, and that was <laughs> by the Philadelphia Eagles. Andy Reid hosted three <laughs> NFC championships at the same time. He then tied that in Kansas City, broke the record with four, and now he's you know he's he's working in uh, the ether at this point. Right. He just keeps he just keeps stacking them up. I don't know when it's going to stop, but five is the record.
0: Well, we've seen a play here or a play there impact the game. I mean, the Cowboys lost over the weekend. They certainly, with a couple of breaks, you don't throw a pick on the red zone. You maybe get the digs interception in the red zone. Things change a little bit there. Obviously, the first time around with the Bengals this year, a player or two here or there. Could have changed the outcome there. What do you feel like they need to do differently this time to get over the hump?
1: Well, and I think to your point, I I don't suspect that Sunday's game is going to be any different than that. The last man standing, the last man with the ball is going to win this game, and it's going to be close. I don't think either team can afford mistakes. I think a mistake uh, on either team is going to cost them dearly because I think it's going to be that close. Um, the Bengals seem to be playing incredible defense right now. It's going to be important that Mahomes get the ball out of his hand. They're going to have to utilize the running game, which, you know, one thing the Chiefs really didn't have last year against the, the two Bengals' losses was a running game. Not the level that they have now. I mean, they had a, they had Clyde Edwards. They had some rushing. Even Jerick McKinnon was rushing well at the end of the year. But they have a far more robust and strong uh, running, rushing game, especially with Isaiah Pacheco in the lineup. So I think that's an advantage this year they didn't have. But they're going to have to not only use that running game, they're going to have to prevent the Bengals from using Joe Mixon in their running game because he's he's very dangerous. And I think that you know if the the Bengals get a lead, they're going to be able to hold it. So it's important that they be able to you know kind of play defense. It's got to be complimentary football, and it's got to be pretty much perfect free or execution. Uh, on both sides, right. uh, or on uh, for both teams.
0: Talking to Dan Israel on the Brandon of moving and storage hotline. If you're just tuning in from the Kansas City Chiefs radio network, we talked a lot about the quarterbacks. How about the weapons around? I mean, obviously, Joe Burrow got a little bit of something from all his guys on on the game this weekend. Kansas City is certainly not devoid of talent around their quarterback either. Give me kind of your thoughts on the the talent around the quarterbacks on the offensive side.
1: They have a tremendous receiving core. I think uh, you know everybody's kind of familiar right now with T. Higgins because he was involved in the Demar Hamlin. He's always been a big receiver, always been a clutch guy to kind of uh, get you that first down, much like a Travis Kelsey, much like a Tyreek Hill was for Kansas City in, in previous seasons. But Jamar Chase is the one that just scares you. He, he he's going to do something in that game that's big. And, uh, you know, we, we all enjoyed Tyreek's six years here, and I think that uh, Jamar Chase is very much that type of receiver. Big playmaker. Uh, if you can get the balls in his hands, he will surgically, you know, he gets a lot of yards after catch. Uh, I feel like Jamar Chase is really a threat from their standpoint. You know, much – and, and – in Teams always want to come to KC or, or play KC, and their first thought is, "Well, we got to take Travis Kelsey out of the out of the mix." You know, we've got to somehow stop Travis Kelsey. Well, teams always say that, but doing it is a completely different thing. You can you can double team him, you can triple team him, somehow manages to get open at the most crucial times. And, and Jamar Chase is very much that way as well. So these these teams got. I think it's going to be an interesting one because I think both defenses. Uh, are going to have to play hard, and and the Bengals prove they can play physical against the Bills, but even despite the defenses, offensively, both teams are going to have to score if they expect to win, because I don't think the defense can fully shut down a team. You're not going to see, I don't think you're going to see them shut down the Chiefs, you know, under 10 points. Uh, Holding the Bills to 10 points was amazing to me. Uh, I don't think you'll see that against the Chiefs, and and likewise, I don't think the Chiefs are going to hold the Bengals to 10 points. So, should be an entertaining game at the very least. It looked like we were on uh, on par for like a Bills Chiefs rivalry, you know, just a year after year after year. Has that changed now? Is it maybe the Bengals Bengals Chiefs becoming a, a rivalry? It feels like it right now, doesn't it? I mean, I I think it's hard to to fully say the Bills have are, are now past that and on the downhill side of of their peak, but. Uh, you know, I, I think the it felt like the Bills were going to come through us and make it to the Super Bowl before anybody else, and that last year was kind of a fluke with the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Now you have to question, was that a fluke? I mean, the Bengals have been red hot the past few weeks. I mean, the last two months of football, they've just been quietly winning games. Nobody's talking about them, really. And and I know that Burrow loves that, right? He's kind of a cocky kid anyway. But uh, the reality of it is these these two teams are in a rivalry because rivalries are created not from geography, but the, the, the kind of game that it is. And this is an important game. So yeah, very much so.
0: As my ex-wife can tell you, familiarity can breed contempt. We all know too well. (laughs) Dan, Dan, (laughs) any thoughts on a team you'd rather face from the NFC? I mean, they're, I don't want to call them mirror images, but you've got, obviously, a very athletic quarterback in Hurts, but relatively unproven, still early in his career. Purdy's even less proven, but he's done nothing wrong so far. Two dominant defenses, two great running games, uh, you know, two very, very capable head coaches. Any team you'd rather face if you guys are able to get through the Bengals?
1: You know, I think just selfishly, I think it'd be fun to do a Kelsey-Kelsey Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, I don't have any desire to really rematch the the 49ers. I probably believe the 49ers are are the weaker of those two. We'll see. Uh, The Eagles just look really good. But I think Kelsey-Kelsey Super Bowl would be awfully fun. Mm -hmm. So, Mahomes, back to him. Circle it right right around. Uh, You're not worried whatsoever that this ankle's going to impact his performance or the game. Well, I, I mean, I don't think you can completely say whatsoever. Uh, I I think it'll be a factor. I just don't think it's going to be a limiting factor to, degree, to the degree that the Chiefs are going to be working off of 20% of their plays. I think they'll have 75 to 80% of their plays available to them. The real issue is that where the magic happens with Mahomes is when he starts to scramble. And I do think you'll see some reduction in that. I don't think he's going to just and I don't, it's it's really scrambling is where he puts himself at risk there to be tackled again and, and kind of get that thing retweaked. So I think he'll be a little bit more conservative than what you normally see out of Patrick Mahomes right up until the fact that he has to do something. I just don't think he'll be able to fight the intrinsic behavior in him that's competitive to say, hey, I need to get a first down here or I need to get into the end zone. He's going to run it.
0: Dan, great stuff. Thank you so much. Enjoy the weekend. My pleasure, guys. Go Chiefs. All right. Appreciate it. Dan Dan Israel. We should have got him on all through the season. What what have you guys been thinking? What a great guest.